so this is what it's like. Welcome to The Good, a new podcast produced by DesignWorks Group, celebrating people and everything good in this world. Good morning, man. Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good today. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty. I'm pretty good. We uh, took a little trip to to Stripes to get some uh, well, to get a to originally get a biscuit. That's all I wanted was a biscuit. They didn't have one. And left with I guess an energy drink and some taquitos. Yeah. So you got some lunch taquitos. Yeah, I got some. I got some chicken and steak taquitos. So this. This episode is brought to you by the two for two dollar chicken and steak taquitos at Stripes gas station. Are you feeling good? Uh, no, not really. Okay, like there, I might have to have a emergency exit during this podcast. That's okay. That's but part of the game. I'll edit that out. Yeah, no, you won't. That's good. That's okay, life. I'll, I'll I'll leave it in. But it's, it's going to turn a like forty five minute podcast into a two hour and forty five minute podcast. I'll just talk the whole time you're gone. Can you do that? Oh, you you uh, for sure can do I that. Definitely can. Do I could it. not do that. For better or worse. That would be like the most cringeworthy thing ever to watch if it was just me by myself in a room talking for two hours. I think it would be great. I think you have a lot of... Uh, I agree. I should, I should buzz myself. I was going to do it, but I was trying to be Gosh, respectful. Gosh, dang it. Just dissing myself. But you know what? You you caught your air. You I did. corrected it See, and moving in the right direction. It's already changing us. You're just already changing That's us. discipleship. Yeah. I feel like I feel like a like good headspace starts with like believing in yourself. That's That's a good point. I struggle with that. Yeah, I do too. I, 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 I turn myself down a lot. I don't believe I don't I don't believe in myself enough. Yeah, you need to though, and you should. You know what? I think I'm going to go try out for the Rangers. You should, I definitely think you should. do I that. I think I'm going to make it. I know you'll make it. I'm going to make the team. You'll be the best bullpen catcher of all time for sure. And I believe that about you. I think I, I believe it too. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, we just had a uh, the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. America's what was it? Two hundred forty third year of independence yep. is it 243 yeah i think 243 no 2019 243 it's a big one happy 243 years america that's great did you have a good did you, did you have a good independence day i did i did it was fun good. uh yeah it was really enjoyable so it was good, good to just it was it was a little bit weird that it was on a thursday um but it's kind of nice it was a good way to i needed some rest so i got to have some rest with some friends and Eat good food, drink good drinks, and swim. How was yours? It was good. I went over to your pop's house. Yep, with you. Yep, not with you, but you were there. I was there. Um, and man, he's a good host. Him and Deanna yeah. are great hosts. He yeah, was just, he was in there, um, just making virgin drinks. Yep, just in there bartending. He was excited. There was a lot of pregnant people there. Yeah, he was making specialty drinks for like underage people and pregnant people yep. made my wife of a virgin pina colada that she absolutely loved yeah, it was great just serving up the people great food and i feel like he was just in his element he loved it man great food he loved it. some good burgers no pink no it was perfect the perfect amount of pink actually yeah he nailed it he was locked he in on the it, grill yeah. he got a new grill and he was locked yeah it was good yeah it was, it was good he was fresh and then i uh 
we uh um what did we do after that? We went to my mom's house. Swam. No, we didn't swim then. <laughs> what did we do? I'm proud of you for trying to remember. I, th- I think the last podcast I mentioned how bad my memory is, and now it's showing. Um, we went to my mom's house, and then we went to a fireworks show. Yep. And we got like some some special treatment. We were going to um, a different fireworks show, and then my wife's parents were like hey we can get you into this other one so we took them up on that went to this other one we're sitting on a golf course and the fireworks it's like the only fireworks show i've ever been to where you can like hear the fireworks being lit and like shot off not just like popping at the, oh, the top so we were, we were pretty close to it and man i don't know what it was i don't know if it was me wearing my contacts for the first time and like a year, or if it was the fireworks or what. But the the grand finale, I started tearing up. Gotcha. My, my eyes got super watery. It gotcha. And it was like involuntary. I was like, man, you don't you don't I do that a lot either. I don't. That's impressive. I do, but not like in a public space like that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it was good. And that's then a good, that's a good way to end the fourth. And then we went home and uh, we didn't go home. We went back to my mom's house and swam. And then shot off some some little fireworks in her backyard. Hopefully, um, law enforcement is not li- listening to this, and they know where my mom lives. They were, we they were small. They weren't like they were big small. fireworks. They were small. Yeah, they're legal fireworks. They were very very responsibly shot off fireworks. Yeah. sparklers, sparklers, yes. and and a, and what we thought was a fountain, but ended up not being a fountain, and kind of singed me. Yeah, singed my eyebrows. But you're okay. But yeah, yeah, it was good. A good fourth. Yeah, it was. Um, where do we go from here? <laughs> What's good? What's good? That's what we messed up on last week. That is what. That yeah. I mean, I'm so glad you're here. That's why we're together. We're on this journey together. Yeah. You run the show, but as a sidekick, I got to every once in a while just be like, make sure because you got to think about too many things. Mm-hmm. I don't think about anything. I, I don't do that with you on your podcast. So you're just you just got it together. No, because my my podcast is less um, our podcast. Sorry, our yeah. This this is our podcast. I know, too. but but you take on the brunt of this, and so the other one is a lot more fluid. So it's easier. Yeah. So what's good? I struggle with this question today, man. Kind of woke up in a bad mood to, to this morning, um, but I am flipping it, trying to see some of the good. Um, my good was the Fourth of July. Yeah. Because I got to see my daughter swim for the first time. And she was... And by swim, I mean I just like held her in the water. Um, She loved it. That was so much fun. Got to spend time with people, some friends. It's been a busy season, so we all haven't gotten to hang out very much. So that was good. Um, Yeah. I was thinking about this at uh, 3.42 in the morning. Because I was up with my daughter. She was having a really bad night. And uh, I was sitting in her chair in the room holding her trying to get her back to sleep and I got a little emotional because I was exhausted and tired but I was also just thankful that I had a healthy daughter to get up with in the middle of the night uh-huh. and so that's where I like was like alright it's all good everything's going well so oh. that's my good family's healthy I got the needed rest I needed the needed rest I needed that was a good sentence yeah Um. so yeah man there's a lot of good things going on yeah what about you what's good um so mine, I, I, I kind of already spoiled it, but that fireworks show was kind of amazing. Um, so that was super good. Stranger Things season three came out. I haven't watched. I, I started watching it last night, uh, and then fell asleep. 
but Stranger Things season three is out. And then just uh, when 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 we were swimming yesterday and you seen Ellie in the pool, Emily and I were talking like the side of the pool, like man, next year we're gonna have a we're gonna have a baby out here. Same age, too. same age. Yeah. yeah, basically the same age as Ellie was this year. Um, so just thinking about that was super cool. And then just being able to hang out with my family and seeing that dope fireworks show and swimming and doing the sparklers and the um, advertised fountain, which apparently wasn't a fountain. It was all, it was a, it was a fun day. So I had, I had a pretty good Thursday. Good. Yeah. That's good. That's that the is good. the good. The good. That's the whole podcast right there. Yeah. You got some, you got, you got a haiku? Ready? I do. I do have a haiku. Okay. Let's go into it then. Happy high, high, a high, high, a haikus. This year's going to be super serious again. Yeah. Oh, Sorry. Man. I don't you, think, no, it's not that serious. You, you made me look so bad because yours was like talking about how good life is and how blessed you are. Mine was about showering last week. No, I think yours was great. It's pretty good. I, I I I liked mine. I I struggle because of my writing style and like wanting to rhyme and do hip hop stuff. So mine rhymes this week. Let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. As far as I see, the dark sky is bright with glee. Thankful, we are free. Golly, them bars. As far as I see, the dark sky is bright with glee. Thankful we are we are free. I feel like that was super offensive. I just sneezed during no, your no, haiku. No, no, no. So I apologize for that. Not to apologize. That's all right. I feel like my allergies are kicking in right now though. That's a good one. You've made it rhyme. I know. I took a little extra time to see if I can yeah, make it rhyme. Lee. See now you're showing me up. Last last week. No, 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 no. Last week is super deep. This this week it rhymes. Mine basically I have to like Force my last line is just like a force thing to to make five more syllables, but I kind of like mine. I'm excited. I kind of like it. All right, so here we go. You ready for this? I'm so ready. It's way too early. Says not the crowing rooster. Cockadoodle do. It's way too early. Says not the crowing. Rooster, cockadoodle do. Let's go. He's just gonna cockadoodle do, no matter what time it is. You yeah. nailed it. Cockadoodle do. Yeah, I was doing it while you're doing. That's perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I don't way know, better than mine. I don't know how cockadoodle do just somehow is five syllables, but it is. And so, it is, and it works. So, so thank you, roosters, and forever who made whoever made the sound for roosters, but it worked. That's perfect. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, the roosters are gonna crow no matter what. You're going to wake up. Yeah, you're getting up. So, I like, man, I like these haikus because it makes me think different. Yeah. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. Because I would never normally write something like this. And they're super easy to write. They are easy. But and they, all, they, they, like, for something that's so simple, they can kind of change your mindset. Yeah. I think it's fun, like, to think about, like, sometimes you have to force words to make it work. Or, but if you have, like, a, like a theme, it's, it's cool to think of, like, what are different ways that you could say this? Mm hmm to make this fit into this structure. And uh, I think that's what this whole podcast is. It's trying to fit yeah. something into the structure. Also get super frustrated when I'm like, oh, I just nailed that. And then I count it and it's six syllables instead of five. 
Or if it's like six syllables instead of seven. Oh yeah. Gosh. I just need to lose a syllable or gain a syllable. I just throw the in there somewhere. The. <laughs> like that's close enough. Yeah. Or you just like happy e e e. You just add a you just add a couple more. See, I'm I'm not smart enough. Mm. I could do a better job of Buzzed. thinking that deep. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Yeah. So I'm excited to get into these headlines. You have some headlines? I do have some headlines. I don't have any. That's okay. You can make them up. I'm going to make them up. Let's get them going. I'm just kidding. I got some. Let's do it. If you're down and feeling kind of crappy, well, guess what? We'll make you happy. Happy headlines. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me happy every time. Yeah. Same structure. One, one, one. One. Yeah. I'll, I'll start this time. Oh, cool. Maybe. If I can, if I can find my notes. Let's see. Okay. So, do you, do you know who Bob Ross is? I definitely know who Bob Ross is. I, I think most of you don't know who Bob Ross is. He's he's one of the greatest. He's one of the goats of the art world, um, and even not the art world. Like he'll he'll if you don't care about art, he'll suck you in. This might be a dumb question because his soothing voice. Did he have a TV show? Yeah. Okay. What I'm was pre- it called? Do you know? I don't. I don't remember what it was called. I'm pretty sure it's just him like painting and talking about his paintings while he was painting them. Which sounds like something I would absolutely watch. Yeah, but they're they're kind of the best. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they got added to um, Netflix like last year. Oh uh, wow! But anyways, um, let me uh, pull this up real quick. There's also just a so quick side I, note, so I don't absolutely butcher it. There's a UFC fighter called the Violent Bob Ross. Is it really? Yeah, his name's uh, Luis Pena, I believe, and um, he looks somewhat like Bob Ross. So just a side note. Got an afro. Yes, he does. I probably could look like Bob Ross if I picked out my hair. Yeah, you probably could. But, so there, there's this uh, this teacher, and she was going through um, a hard time. Which this isn't like the bulk of the story. This is hard time, but it was, it was like brief, briefly mentioned in the story. This is going to be good news. Um, but she has this class of students. And what they did for a project, I just I just love this headline. And the the uh, the headline is, they paint like Bob Ross while watching Bob Ross dressed as Bob Ross. And this is this art class and this teacher, um, and she basically, I guess she introduced them to Bob Ross. I guess they kind of fell in love with him, which I don't blame them because Bob Ross fair. Bob Ross is kind of the best. Uh, but one of her, one of her lessons was she, um, they were they were doing like a like Bob Ross paintings, and they all came to class, and she like provided wigs for them, so they all put on like Bob Ross wigs, like had the the super, um, just plain old dress that Bob Ross always had, so they all looked like Bob Ross in this class this classroom. And then they started painting Bob Ross pictures while watching Bob Ross. It's like the simplest headline ever. It's like it's it's, it's probably not going to change the world, but it's funny. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, especially if you like watch the video of these. Like, there's probably like judging from the video, there's probably like fifty students in this class, and they all look like Bob Ross. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and they're just watching Bob Ross. How old are they? Painting Bob Ross. Like roughly? 
Uh, elementary? Um, it's either like early high school okay. or junior high. Okay, I would guess. Um, You'll remember that forever. Yeah, but they're all just like walking into the classroom, looking like Bob Ross, and there's just like this sea of Bob Ross looking people, and it's it's kind of the best thing ever. I mean, you, if you're a student in that class, you never forget that. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. That's going above and beyond if you're that teacher to create a learning atmosphere. That's dope. They paint like Bob Ross while watching Bob Ross dressed as Bob Ross. <laughs> it's the best. That's the best. Thanks, Bob Ross. They should uh, They should do a flash mob. Uh, oh, that, oh, I forgot to mention that. So that's she, she was talking about like flash mobs and a lot of people like doing flash mobs and how they're popular. And she called this a flash bob. Oh my god! I did not think of that. That's perfect. Yeah, she called this a flash bob. The old flash bob. The old flash bob. <laughs> That's perfect. But yeah, it's, it's 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 kind of humorous looking at this video, watching this video, and just seeing a sea of adolescent Bob Ross looking people <laughs> with their like light blue dress shirts on and their their dress pants painting. So. It's kind of amazing. That is amazing. Hopefully, the hopefully there's a famous painter in there, like a future famous painter. I got, I got my comes out. I got my start from impersonating Bob Ross. Yeah, with forty nine other Bob Rosses. Yeah, while watching Bob Ross. Yeah, that's a great one. I love that. You want me to do mine? Yeah. What you got? Um. So going on the Fourth of July theme, there is a. Um, I know this is happening kind of all over the U.S., uh, but this was in Florida, I believe, and they were the shelter was trying to find a place for all their dogs because the fireworks are going off and the dogs obviously don't do real well with this. This is one of my headlines. Is it really? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I'm sorry, but it's not for this segment. Is it really? Yeah. That's still your final one. You stole it. Do you mean okay? No, just just keep going. No, I have two more. No, you 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 just no, you just do yours, and then I'm gonna do it for the next segment. It'll be different uh, perspectives. Okay, okay. See, just as proof, we don't talk before this. We don't. We really roll in here yeah. to try to bring this. Okay. Are you sure? I mean, I got another one. Yeah. Is this about the the inmates? It is, yep. man. Okay. So I feel like I'm just jacking yours, which is a, uh, it's a good, it's okay. Because it's all good. Uh-huh. It's all the good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm now I'm just telling you the story you already know about. But Not, I, don't, I don't know anything about this story. Um, yeah, so... You're talking about dogs? Uh, th- this, is what, this is what got me. So they, dogs. They, they got these inmates to... Um, which it was cool because so many people in the community were trying to say, like, hey, we'll take care of these homeless dogs on the 4th so they're not afraid of the fireworks. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to do this different. We're going to utilize these inmates... Um, but what really got me was he said, um, this is what the, um, the, the, the sheriff was saying. He said, while we greatly appreciate the offer of assistance and truly love the fact that our community partners with us to help our homeless pets, our agency has designed a new program that will not only help our dogs, but will also help add purpose to the lives of inmates incarcerated at the county jail. Our goal is not only to help calm the dogs, but also to help build and instill a sense of purpose and compassion and the inmates that will hopefully aid them as they transition back into society once they have served their time. You even pulled the quote I pulled. I am so sorry. I know you can't read my notes. I cannot read your notes. But on my notes, the uh, the one below my next headline, it, it says, 
inmates and dogs. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. I'll, I'll come. I'll come with it uh, from a different pers- pers- perspective. Dang it. Which it probably won't be that different. But okay. Well, we'll let's move on since you're gonna no, come no, no, no. at the end. You, you got anything else to say about it? No, man. I think I think it's cool. I think what made me really happy about this one. I know people love animals. Mm-hmm. I love animals. Mm-hmm. Two great dogs. Um, but I think what made me happy about this is that a lot of people treat people um, incarcerated in prison as um, just the outcast. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's cool that um, the goal being that they do get transitioned back into society and be productive and helpful members of society. And so I think it's cool to that they not only viewed it as like, hey, we can use this free labor, mm-hmm. but they also use it as like, hey, this is going to be something that hopefully can instill a sense of pride and, and joy in these in these men and women. So yeah, it's 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 a cool story. I was really really encouraged by um, how that was happening. Yeah. All right, my my next one I is. Apologize. Do no. I need to buzz myself? No, you don't need to buzz. Okay. That wasn't negative. Okay. I just feel like I let you down. It's just no, you don't let me down. Okay, I'm back. Mm-hmm. It's good. We're all, we're positive today. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. This next headline is is probably more of um, one that maybe more people have seen. We're kind of we're kind of pulling more obscure ones um, for this segment, but this one probably most people have seen. Um, so have you been paying attention to Wimbledon at all? I actually have not, See, to I be just, completely I, honest. I just turned the word Wimbledon into like six syllables. Yeah. Wimbledon. You're still in that, high, that haiku. Yeah. So you haven't been paying attention. I've not paying been paying attention. So there's this, this 15-year-old girl. I might butcher her last name. Okay. But her name is Corey Coco Goff. I'm assuming it's pronounced Goff. G A U F F. Goff. Goff. Anyways, yeah, she's 15 years old, playing in this Grand Slam tennis tournament. She grew up like idolizing Venus Williams. Okay, fair. Guess who she played her first match? Are you serious? She played Venus Williams. Oh my gosh! Which Venus Williams is? I think 30, 39 now. So, and unreal. So it said like Venus Williams was like winning a ton of Grand Slams like when this girl was born. So Venus Williams would have been um, 24 when this girl was born. She grew up um, obviously loving tennis, and Venus Williams was like her favorite player. She makes it to Wimbledon, which she had to like go through like multiple matches just to make it to Wimbledon. And then she makes it and gets matched up with her idol for her first round match. So this 15-year-old playing one of the greatest um, tennis, women's tennis stars. Maybe of all time. Yeah. Um, Maybe just in general ever. She beats her. Does she really? This 15-year-old beats Venus Williams, her idol. Like 6-4, 6-4, two sets, gets it over with, um, beats her. But I couldn't imagine that as a 15-year-old. Like, I, I don't know who I looked up to my whole life, like... From the time I was born until I was 15, I, I, I can't name that person, but then to like train and grind and be able to like get to the point where I'm a professional yep. at that thing that my idol was doing, then facing them and then beating them. And I think she won the next round. So I think she's still in the tournament. When this podcast is released, she might not be. But right now, while we're, we're, we're recording this, she's still in the tournament, has won two games. But a 15-year-old who has looked up to her Venus Williams, got matched up with her, beat her, 
And then she had this super surreal moment of that like match point that she won and then meeting Venus Williams at the net after she defeated her. Like, golly, there's there's That's a bunch wild. of stuff that like had to had to happen to culminate with that. Like this fifteen year old was looking up to her her whole life and then meets her at the net because she just beat her. Just beat her. Yeah. That's unreal. Uh, and Ve- like it, it, it sounded like Venus Williams was super gracious about it. Obviously, it's not yeah, she's I- a pro, ideal man. to to lose a match at a Grand Slam. No, but she's a pro. But yeah, just the, the her story and how that all lined up, and then just for for that to even happen as a fifteen year old. I know. Fifteen? She can't even drive yet. No. She's well. Things she can't do. What would that make her like a sophomore in high school? Yeah. Freshman, probably. sophomore? Could be a late freshman. She couldn't even drive herself. She's probably going into her sophomore year. Couldn't even drive herself to the nope. to the tennis grounds. She can't smoke cigarettes. And gets to play her idol in a Grand Slam match and then meets her at the net yep. because she just beat her. Yeah. I can't imagine what that moment felt like. Yeah. That's got to be just like... I, I, she... I'm assuming she's like you didn't even know what to do with her emotions because it was so much. Man, that, that's you got to be at 15 to to do that. You got to have some special level of confidence. Yeah, that's she's, unreal. Yeah, I'm excited now. I'm gonna go uh, follow this girl and see yeah. what's going on. This uh this uh video of like the the match point is kind of is one of the best things ever. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it after this podcast. She just she wins a point and just kind of like pauses, and then I think it hits her like what just happened and she meets venus at the net they shake hands which has got to be a cool moment for her and yeah you just go what what that moment was like in the locker room i don't know you go in there and you're just like oh no yeah. I, might, I might be pretty good at tennis but that's that's 15 years of work like for that moment and yeah. it paid off oh yeah so i thought that's cool that's awesome that's a good one and that's a really relevant one. Mine is not relevant. Mine is not out there. But I thought this was super cool. And I read this story like five or six times for some reason. And I was just laughing. Um, so this is a story of two people getting married. All of this. John and Phyllis Cook are celebrating their new lives together at the Ohio Senior Living Facility. Oh. John is a World War II veteran who just turned 100, and Phyllis will will turn 103 on August 8th. Dang. 100 and 103, and they got married. Um, He said, uh, it wasn't the plan, but we got here, um, and they said, "Uh, we could marry you here. And then he said, good, let's get it over with. (laughs) That was the best quote ever. Um, Let's do it. And he said, they they said it wasn't like a rash decision. Um, They'd been dating for a year. And he said, you know, to tell the truth, um, we fell in love with each other. I know you think it's a little bit far-fetched for someone our age, but we fell in love with each other. That's what she said. Um, They both lost two spouses in the Mm. past. Um, And they said they feel lucky to have found love a third time. They spend their days together enjoying meals, sitting in the sun, and uh, zipping down the halls um, in their mobile scooters. Um, but this is the part that, that also I love because I mean, when you've, when you've been through what they've been through a lot of life, um, they get, um, they get it. And so they said that they do also give each other a lot of space. 
Um, what we do is we keep both of our apartments. He's upstairs and I'm downstairs. So they just, I mean, they're 100 and 103 and they just got married. And I, my, I love, I laughed out loud when I was reading it. He just like, yeah, oh, y'all can do it here. Let's get it over with. I just want to hang out and party. What, what do you think dating looks like when you're 100 years old? I think it is 100% companionship. Yeah. I think it's just like enjoying getting to share a meal with somebody, maybe even sharing your feelings and what's going on in your life and just having somebody like when you wake up that you're excited to see. Yeah. It's, it's probably like the purest form of dating. Yeah. No agenda yeah. outside of just like enjoying each other's company. I'm sure through 100 years you have a lot of baggage, a lot of great stuff, a lot of heartache, but just having somebody that's like, hey, I don't really care. I just want to be with you. Yeah. Also, also just realize that my story is about a 15 year old and your story is about a hundred plus year olds. Yeah. Way different world. <laughs> Way different. There's 85 years between our stories. Oh yeah. That's, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. I think it's said that, uh, Phyllis is like, uh, making it to 103, like kind of runs in her family. I think her mom made it well into her hundreds. So pretty wild one to have two people in the same area that are over a hundred. And then for them to get married after a hundred, they must be serving some pretty good food. I bet they are at the retirement center. Man, they're just down. They're just zipping hallways, just zipping hallways, just, just rolling around, just do having you, fun. Do, do you think they're competitive with their zipping? Like, uh, they're, like they're racing each other? Maybe, maybe. He's a, the, he's I, a vet, so I'm, I mean, I, he I, obviously I, has been through. I bet it. they are just zipping through the hallways. I love though that they have. Uh, they still live like they still like give each other space. Yeah. Okay, I I love you. I want to be married to you, but um, I gotta do, I gotta do this crossword puzzle real quick. Yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna want to watch Sports Center. Yeah, I don't I don't want you. I don't want, I don't want you trying to help me off my crossword puzzle because you just distract me when you try to help me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you could, so so give me some space. Yeah, I'm gonna need an hour in the morning, an hour at night. Yeah. Other than that, we can kick it. Yeah, I gotta do my Sudoku. Is that what it's called? Sudoku. Sudoku. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Man. that's beautiful though. Like, yeah. you know, you can plan your whole life out. You can try to put everything together. But for them to get to that point and say, to find a companion at that age, that's pretty cool, man. I, I bet they watch Jeopardy together, too. We watch Jeopardy together. I know. So, I mean, hopefully they do. They, they have to. I don't know why I got choked up about that. And I was like reading through it. I was laughing. I was like, man, I don't know. I think that's a that's a beautiful reminder yeah. that, that there's good all around us. Yep. All right. Well, let's go into. I apologize. You, you already Again. used one of my headlines, but I guess we'll. I apologize. I guess we'll still go into this next segment. So, let's do it. For goodness' sake. Never gets old. For goodness' sake. So the segment where we uh, take a seemingly bad situation or bad headline and find the good in it. Find the good. So. You already know what my headline is. You want to go first then? Something. Have you heard the story about the, the inmates and the dogs? Have you heard the story? A little bit. A little bit? A little bit. So I think it, I think it, I think it was in Florida. Is that where it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you have heard the story? Uh, a little bit. Okay. A little. Okay. You just know the setting of it. I got to confess to you. I lied to you. I do know the story. Oh, you do? I do know the story. How do you know it? Um, I, I read it. Oh. I read it. Did you use it on this podcast? I did use it on oh, this okay. podcast. And I apologize. Right. Thought, maybe maybe we should start meeting up before about it. I thought it's no. I like coming in no, fresh. That kind of ruins it. So, yeah, I'm 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 using the exact same headline that Logan used for the previous segment, um, and it's about the inmates and the dogs. 
But as as I was reading, I was just, I was just thinking about like inmates and shelter dogs, and I feel like they are both a segment of society that has somewhat like been written off, not in like every people's mind, but yeah. like a lot of people's mind, they're like the outcasts. The people have been written off, um, and like I don't know. Yeah. I, f- I feel like they're just isolated from everybody. So I think it's super cool that when you bring like two outcast or two isolated things together, that they can be good and that they can like save each other's lives and show other people that though there might be two things that you view as like not as well off in life that they can provide for each other mm-hmm. and provide like for the greater good of the world. So I, th- I, th- I thought that was a super cool story. Um, and I wanted to use it for this segment. Um, I know you, you, you like did a, a super good job using it for the, the previous segment, but I wanted to come, f- uh, I want to talk about it from the like perspective of them, like being outcast and, how outcasts coming together can not only be good for the outcast, but good for like the perception of the world. Yeah. So I, 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 I thought it was a good story. I'm glad you talked about it. I'm glad I found it too. Yeah. And I don't think there's no, I don't think there's any coincidence in that. Um, because I hadn't, I mean, you even saying that I hadn't thought about like, um, I mean, it sounds bad and I think you did a good job. I wouldn't have done this good. Like, it's not like comparing inmates to, homeless dogs mm-hmm. but the, i mean there's similarities like both could be coming through both of them might be byproducts of other people's choices yeah that put them in that situation and, and both might have been had their back turned on them by people um and i think that's kind of the beauty of like the inmate situation like hey doesn't really matter like what has happened you still if you're alive and you get to breathe you get to wake up every day and breathe, whether it be in freedom or in a jail cell, like you still have value to the world, uh-huh. especially those that are going to get to get, get out. And, um, I don't know, man, that's super cool to like that word outcast, I think is, um, a good perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was saying it's cool how, like when you bring this to different like entities, one's, one's a human, one's a dog. So they aren't exactly the same. Like, um, but when you bring this to a shelter, a shelter pet and an inmate together, like it just breeds yeah. goodness and not, not just for the two parties, but for the world watching them, like being able to see that hey, these, uh, these two things that we might not view in the best light, like they've kind of changed our perspective about what, um, how to, how to value people and, compassion and a lot of other things so yeah that's good mm-hmm. i think there's no coincidence we both brought it yeah i like and, it, and I, it shows, I like it's that's real. Real, though. shows the podcast is real it is yep we're not playing it too much what do you got so this story hits home for me you in sports day yeah so this is a um sports related news piece there's a guy by the name of hunter pence Oh, I've heard of him. Yes, you have. And I um, I have been gassing Hunter Pence up since he came to the Rangers this mm-hmm. year. And so, great call, by the way. Thank you. He made, made the All-Star game. He did. He did make the All-Star game. Unfortunately, and, he can't play because he got re-injured. Exactly. So not good. 
Um, huge bummer. Was oh, that part of the story? That is the story. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. You segued my um, story perfectly. So um, Hunter's had a good career. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had some ups and downs, some injuries, and really the last few years has kind of fallen off. And into last year, it was kind of questionable. Like, I mean, he's gotten some big contracts. I mean, he's not just been like an everyday player. Like, he's he's been top-notch. So he's kind of fallen off, came to the Rangers. I started gassing him up. And it was like, hey, I think this guy's going to be... I might have gone a little too far and said MVP, but I was close with the All-Star. You, you might have said you're still saying MVP. Well, I still think he's going to be an MVP. But... Um, Hunter comes out this year, has a great year, and gets voted in as the uh, first Ranger, I think, since like 2012 or 2013 to be a starter in the All-Star game. So makes it, well, a week ago he gets hurt and cannot play in the All-Star game. And I think they didn't make the decision until this last week. Um, but re- re-injured, was it his groin? Yeah. So he's out. Um, huge bummer. And so I, it's funny, and the reason I chose this story is because when I first saw that he wasn't playing, I was devastated. And in my brain, I'm like, how frustrating that you you hustle and you grind back. You get back on top of your game. You get voted in to be a starter in the All-Star game. And then now you don't get to play. Mm-hmm. What a bummer. He's getting gypped. Like, he must be frustrated. And then, as Hunter Pence can do, he surprised me. And the media was all around him. And you could tell they were kind of baiting him. Like He's like, I'm overwhelmed with joy. And people are like, uh, what? Like, what are you talking about? And I just want to read these quotes from Hunter because this challenged everything I was thinking about this week. He said, everything in life is a choice. You can choose to look at things in any direction you want. It's all perspective. How amazing is it? And how much um, can I appreciate about the ability to choose whether I want to be disappointed to go to the All-Star game when after last year I didn't even have a job? Yeah. Then he goes on to say, I got hurt on a big league field playing as hard as I can, and that happens. Uh I'm going to do everything I can to enjoy getting healthy, getting strong, and charging into the second half of the playoff run that nobody ever expected. How can I be happier than that? It's not possible. Like, the dude was, like, gleaming just talking to everybody, like, bummed that he couldn't, like, support the fans that, that voted him in, but, like, I don't know. I know it's baseball. I know it's a game, but... Like to just to have the perspective to say, how, one, I'm I'm here, and two, I got hurt doing what I love. Yeah, and I'm fine. I'm really fine. I'm gonna be back in two weeks. Yeah, not like any major time off, um, but I just I love that. Like, cause I, it's got to be hard to go home after last season, be with your wife, and be just like this thing I love might be coming to an end, and then within a year to be back in the top of the top. Yeah. And then to have that perspective. And he was, like, so excited. And you could just tell the media was, like, fishing. Like, yeah, but you're a little disappointed. He's like, why am I – I got hurt playing baseball. This is what I love to do. Yeah, it's 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 like a – like, all, all it is is a, uh, like, a perspective thing. And he – like, his perspective was that his, like, bummer situation. Like, if you if you look past it, it's actually a blessing that he was even, even like, able to have that bummer situation. Yeah. Um, And – like even like expand a little bit like a single like a single circumstance does not like define the rest of your life yeah like i'm sure he could have folded probably years ago even before this happened like when nobody wanted like after he had his good years um and then he kind of fell off and nobody wanted to sign him he could have just folded and like, yeah. all right i'm done yep but his perspective was like 
a year, two years doesn't define me. I'm going to yep. bounce back and like remake myself. And that's like, even like the smallest thing, like you're just getting bummed out in the morning, just changing your perspective and not letting that affect your day. Like yep. it's all, it's all perspective. Like we're alive. Like we have the ability to change our mindset um, and, and grind towards positive positivity and finding like the good in, in whatever situation and Hunter, I feel like I'm on. A, I like saying Hunter because it feels like I'm on a first name basis with yeah. him. I mean, I mean him more. Uh, yeah, I know y'all are. Y'all been y'all been chatting throughout the the whole season. I've been guessing yeah, him up. It's a, it's a it's a whole perspective thing, which I'm not very good at a lot of times. Like yeah. I like the simplest bad thing can happen to me, and it'll, it'll throw me off for yeah, yeah. for days. Yeah, I think uh, that's why I've loved doing this podcast personally, is because. Like having to think about this beforehand before we do this podcast, and it's like forcing me to look at things different. But I'm serious, man. At three, whatever time it was, three forty-two in the morning, when I was exhausted and frustrated, and Katie's frustrated, and I'm trying to get this little girl to go back to sleep. I like legitimately thought about Hunter Pence as re- reaction to an All Star game. Yeah, I was like, dude, this dude took it and said, like you, I think you said it, like he realized that it was positive. He had something to be disappointed about, like that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have a daughter who's healthy. And she just won't sleep. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. But being happy about, and I'm trying to stop saying it is what it is. It's kind of a dumb sentence. But um, just being able to be happy that, like, I get to get up and take care of a daughter. Yeah. Versus, like, flipping it and just being like, oh, I'm going to be tired tomorrow. Um, and so, yeah, man, it was uh, 3.42 in the morning. I'll think about 100 pence. Yeah. I just, I just wonder what uh, people's lives in the world look like if, like when those when those situations happened, if we just took the time and we're like, man, it's kind of a blessing that I'm I'm disappointed in the situation. Yeah, because something like I'm disappointed about something, which means that I was happy about something, and then something went wrong with what I was happy about in order to make me disappointed. Yeah. So there there's like a there's got to be um, something good in order. For disappointment to be there, yeah. So that's a huge. I think that's a huge mindset shift. Of, I think that maybe it's part of like the time we're in, of like always wanting it to be great. You know, like we used to just watch TV shows and whatever it was on was was good. And now there's so much quality. Like we nitpick everything. But I just wonder if um, that's interesting, man. That you say that, my brain's running. Like being disappointed. Like, it's like, well, then we had something that we could, we were appreciative of at some point to get to that point. Mm-hmm. So, like, the ebbs and flows of life and being like, hey, this is really positive. Um, there's something out there. And sometimes it's hard to find it. Yeah, it is. And and I think a lot of that's probably mindset shifts, especially in the U.S. But there's some days it's, it's not easy. But I think that there's a lot of benefit and things that we just pass over and maybe because we expect them. Yeah. So I'm excited to continue the journey. Yeah. Of learning. Yeah, and if you guys, we uh, we want to launch this like um, this this one last segment that kind of brings our listeners in. So if you guys um, have anything good to submit, whether it's about a person you witness, whether it's about your own life, people around you, anything that you see that you think deserves to be celebrated, um, you can email us for now at listen to the good at gmail.com yep 
Um, we will launch some some other avenues that you can get in contact with us um, in the near future. But for now, we want to launch this last segment, uh, bringing you guys in and celebrating um, the lives and the lives of people around the lives of our listeners in the last segment. So anything you get, anything good happening in y'all's lives, people around y'all, people you think should be celebrated, email listen to the good at gmail.com. And we will uh, sift through those and uh, tell some of y'all stories yeah. on the podcast. I think if you, even if you don't submit anything, I think even just finding some people every week and telling them something good in them that you see, but also um, like when you get in a conversation with people and you, you're, everyone's talking about negative stuff, like just trying to find, even if you don't verbalize it, maybe that's not your first step. Maybe your first step is just like, well, people are telling stories to try to find some good in it. Um, and then eventually get to the point where you can yeah. tell people. Yeah. Because that's the hard part, man. It's yeah, all about putting it out into the world. That's kind of where it starts. Is just like changing your mindset to actually be looking for the good. Yeah. Instead of like just reacting to the bad, like searching for the good in the bad. I think that's the difference in this is that, and again, it's not who's better because you need every, we need every side of the, the story, but like the news reports what happens, you know, maybe there's a spin or maybe it's their perspective or whatever. But they're reporting what happens. We're trying to, like, tangibly chase down the good because mm-hmm. it's there. Yeah, and you found it in an in an in actual top headline. A lot of ours we have to go to the twelfth or fifteenth page. Yeah, to find it. But it's there. But it is there, and it's it's worth going to those pages mm-hmm. to get to it. Yeah. So, I love it. Yeah. I guess that's it for this episode. We did too. We did. Yeah, we made we're, it through we're two. two down. See how many more we got. Thank you guys for uh, listening. Hope y'all have a great week. And we urge y'all, just in everyday life, as you're at your job, as you're eating dinner, to find the good. <laughs>